Welcome to the Promises of God podcast. Do you feel stagnant, frustrated, or even bored in your walk with God? Have you found that hope deferred, unmet expectations, and unfulfilled desires is creating distance between you and God? If so, you're in the right place. On this show, we grab hold to the incredible promises that God has given us in his word. My hope is that by the end of each episode, you will feel encouraged, edified, and empowered to be all that God has called you to be. Hey guys, welcome back to the Promises of God podcast. I am Adlia, and I am so happy that you decided to join me today. Um, It is an incredible day to be here. And um, yeah, today's going to be a little different. Um, I do want to mention that I am just recovering from being under the weather a little bit. If I sound a little stuffy, it's because I am. I don't know what's going on here in Texas, but the weather has been like up and down. And yeah, sinuses has been doing all the things. So y'all bear with me today. Um, now today's episode is going to be a little different. Um, the Holy Spirit actually reminded me or brought to my mind that I never really introduced myself or shared the reason why I started this podcast. So I wanted to do that today on this episode. So just asking if you guys can bear with me and stick through to the end because I promise that you can take some nuggets from what I'll say and hopefully you'll be encouraged um, from my story. So I want to share my story today. So um, I'm at Leah. I go by Leah for short. And I really started this podcast because I needed an outlet for myself. I needed to be encouraged. Now, the name of the podcast is The Promises of God, right? And when I started this podcast, God began to share with me that his children, his people needed to be encouraged in the promises that he had given them. Um, And so he told me to start this podcast as a space to encourage and edify his children. Now, when I started this podcast, you guys, I honestly was like, Lord, I'm still believing you and I'm still trusting you for things that I don't see yet. I told God, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll encourage people because you've given me the gift of exhortation and encouragement. So why not? So I started this podcast and, um, to be, you know, vulnerable with you guys, one of the major promises God shared with me was the promise of being married. Now, um, I know a lot of the listeners may have a similar promise or you may have a different promise that you're believing God for, but let me give a little backdrop as to why this promise is even significant or so important. So before becoming a believer, um, I had no desire for marriage, but I always wanted like a solid relationship. Um, my background before Christ was just like full of promiscuity. And so for me, like having a solid relationship in my mind at the time meant that, you know, I, had made it, you know, I was no longer going to be defined by being with different men. If I had this solid relationship, that would give me a sense of, you know, identity or security. That's, that's what I thought back then. Right. 
So um, fast forward to me becoming a believer, finding Christ, God filled those voids that I had. You know, he showed me that he was my ultimate security. He was my ultimate redeemer and covering. But when I became a believer, it's like this desire to become a wife and to have a family begin to like boil inside of me. Um, I had never really seen healthy examples of marriages, but when I um, got plugged into my local church at the time, there were so many godly marriages around. And I thought to myself, like, wow, this is beautiful. Like, I would love to have this for myself. Um, I also want to mention that I'm an only child and I come from a family that is divorced. So for me, um, having this godly marriage would really mean that I could redeem, you know, what I didn't have. I can redeem what I felt like I lost through my parents' divorce. This also meant that, you know, my days of being the only child would be over because I would now have a family that I could call my own and enjoy this life with here, right? Um, and so when God gave me that promise and he began to speak to me about different stories in the Bible that were similar to my situation, um, I was super excited. I was super excited. I began to write down and journal everything, um, the prophetic words that the Holy Spirit would give me. I would write them down. And I even received a prophetic word from um, a prophet and a pastor um, that did not even know my situation. So these things really begin to just make me excited and hopeful for what the Lord had for me. Well, time began to pass, okay? Time began to pass between me receiving these words from God and where where I am now and it actually happening. Now, fast forward to present day, I am still not a married woman. I am still um, very much single, not dating anybody. But this is something that God promised me. This is something that he told me would happen. Um, and the Holy Spirit began to share with me that there were many people like me who received promises from him that um, may have kind of seemed off the wall, right? They may have seemed really far-fetched. They are big promises. They're not just small promises, they are big promises that require God himself to do it. And so he told me to make this space a space of encouragement because the reality is God still intends and God is going to fulfill the promise that he made to you. But how many people know that the waiting period, the waiting season is something that just has to happen? Okay, the waiting season is just something that has to happen. It's inevitable. You're going to have to go through a waiting season. Throughout the Bible, we see this. God gives somebody a promise, but then they have to wait. So we're not exempt from that, okay? Um, we still have to wait. Um, for us, it is a little more difficult to wait because we live in a time period that reminds us constantly of what we don't have. We have social media, we have TV, we have blogs and articles and all the things that reminds us of the things we do not have. So this space is super important because what happens is when we're waiting, we can easily become 
hopeless. We can easily, easily become discouraged. And so immersing yourself in spaces like this where you can be encouraged and edified is important because what's going to happen is you're going to have moments throughout your waiting journey where you're going to feel a little bit discouraged. You're going to feel a little bit defeated. And so what the Holy Spirit wants you to do is immerse yourself in environments like this so that the enemy does not gain a foothold. Okay. You can either choose to edify and encourage yourself when you're feeling hopeless and defeated, or you can give into that hope defeat and you begin to give the enemy room. Prime example, the garden of Eden. Okay. What did Satan do? He had Eve to question the goodness of God. Y'all, the enemy does not have any new tricks up his sleeve. He has that same trick that he has been using from the beginning. And that is to fill our minds with doubt and to question, make us question if God is really good and if God is really going to do what he says he's going to do. But let me tell you today. He is going to do it. If I you, want you to take this word today as your confirmation and as your wink from God and as a sign that God still intends to do exactly what it is he has said he was going to do. <laughs> so guys, um, I definitely want to continue to cultivate this space to be one of edification and encouragement, okay? Because at the end of the day, God will fulfill his promise. He is not a man that he will lie, okay? And he does not withhold anything good for us. Now, something that the Lord has been speaking to me about is Kairos time. Kairos, guys, is defined as the right time or an opportune time. In the New Testament, Kairos means the appointed time and the purpose of God. So at the end of the day, y'all, it is about Kairos timing. It is about God's perfect timing. Okay. When God decides it is the right time, it is going to happen. Period. Okay. So we're going to go to the book of Daniel really quickly. I want to start in chapter 10 and verse 13. It says, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days and behold, Michael, one of the chief princes came to help me for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the latter days for the vision refers to many days yet to come. All right, y'all. So we can see here that Daniel had a word from God already, but the prince of Persia delayed him. Sometimes the word of God is already released into the atmosphere, but there are delays in the heavenly realms. Okay. And so when we're receiving these promises, we have to make sure we're also praying constantly that no delays and no blockages will stop them. Now, ultimately, like I said, it's about Cairo's timing. It's about the timing of God, but that is something you want to ensure that you're doing is constantly praying over this promise. So guys, I wanted to just come on here to encourage us. Okay. Some of us have been waiting on things for years, maybe some people for decades. One of my good friends, she texted me and said she's waiting on her daughter to uh, come to the Lord and to know him. Some people are waiting on family members to get out of jail. Some people are waiting on marriages to be restored, families to be saved. 
different opportunities to break loose, right? There are promises that God has made his people. And if I don't know anything else about God, I know he does not lie. I know that he has the best of the best intentions for us. And although waiting is really uncomfortable, it is extremely uncomfortable. It's very frustrating. Um, It is just not always a fun feeling. But the reality is our God is good and he will not withhold anything good from us. So we can trust and know that if it hasn't happened yet, it is because he is working something out that we cannot see. But it is our job to continue to immerse ourselves in environments where we can be encouraged. We can continue to do our part and just Trust him for the rest and believe him for the rest. And I know you guys, the way it's tiring, it can get frustrating. It can make you really like question like, God, did I hear you? Did I miss you? Was this you? But I come on here to tell you guys, if you have a promise, if you have something on your heart, if you have this burning desire to see something happen, to see someone saved, to see something change, Trust and believe that the Lord is good and that he is not a man that he shall lie. Okay. All right, y'all. So I just wanted to share that with you guys today. Let me pray for us as we jump off. God, you are good. God, you are so good and you are sovereign. You know everything from the beginning to right now to the end. I pray that you will help us, oh Lord, to not grow faint as we wait and to not grow weary and woe doing. Father, give your people an extra measure of strength as they wait and help us, Father, to know that you will fulfill every promise that you've given us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I really appreciate the support. If this episode has blessed you any in any way, please go ahead and share with a friend and also leave a written five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show and it helps this community to continue to grow. Until next time, I'll meet you back here next week. Bye.